episode number 72. Joe Malkahi is ready and willing to share with us his tips. If you own a furniture or a mattress store, you are in the right place. As a matter of fact, uh, my friend and boss, James Short, told me that Joe is a mattress store's best friend. And he will come on in just a few minutes and we will uh, try to get you guys some some red meat on how you can be better in digital marketing uh, for mattresses in just a little bit. But first, let me just pay the bills real quick. Hey, if you haven't bought Sell a Million, what are you waiting for? 101 tips for furniture and mattress stores to sell another million. And right now, the way traffic is, you need every tip in this book. I want to say hi to my friend, Steve. Steve, thank you for supporting um, the, uh, the, the show. The Mattress Industry Network is the premier Facebook group in the industry. It is a, a group that is run by retailers for the entire industry. It's a great gathering place. And just as the name says, it's a place to network, but also if you own a furniture or a mattress store and you want to learn how to build, market, sell, and succeed in the mattress industry, you're in the right place. So you'll see the little uh, doohickey there. Yep. Chris reads my mind. Scan me. Scan me and join the group. If you're not watching this on video, it doesn't make sense sense to you, but you can also catch it on a replay on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. The Mattress Industry Network, Be There, Be Squared. It is the place where we are all meeting over 1,400 strong. Join me there at the Mattress Industry Network and say hi when you get in there. Talk to you guys later. And Joe, welcome to the show. Hi, Pete. I am so glad that you're here. Um, James told me that you are absolutely a mattress store's best friend. Well, he's that's a great compliment. He's a good guy too. And so are you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, the pleasure the pleasure is all mine. But uh before we get started, it's just a little something I I I just got to ask you this question. <laughs> You're the only guest I've had that doesn't have a website and you're a digital marketing expert. Yes, it's true. Why? Uh, well, let me explain is that we're very picky. We have a small team. We focus only on furniture and mattress retailers. Sometimes we do some work with brands as well, but we're really... Uh, so choosy in who it is that we look for that most of the folks who are my clients are referrals. So it sometimes could take a full-time job to answer all the questions that can come from a website. And we don't build restaurant websites. We don't consult restaurants and, and many of the others. So uh, we're more efficient, quite frankly, by not having a website. Our focus is on our customers. Uh, websites. Okay. Fair enough. That, that makes sense. And according to some of the things that uh, James has shared with me, you're keeping very busy and uh, helping, helping our dealers. You know, this time last year, I'm not sure how much we needed you, but boy, things have really slowed down. They've really taken a turn, Joe. And, uh, Boy, any any tips or help that you've got for our our dealers to help get one more uh, body in a store would be would be very helpful. Your background's very interesting, so you've been in the mattress industry in and around it for over twenty years, right? Yes, it's true. Actually, when I was a young guy, uh. And when I was in school, I worked for a mattress store delivering mattresses on my, out of my pickup truck. And that's going back to when I was 19 years old. So uh, from there, I actually uh, uh, was a manager of a few stores. I don't bring that up on LinkedIn, but I've 
I uh, was a store manager. I was a training manager. I was a regional manager. Uh, owned a chain of stores uh, myself. Uh, and, uh, and then I, I, I bucked a few times. Went to Aetna U.S. Healthcare. Uh, was a sales manager downtown Chicago for a few years. Uh, so once in a while, I'd back up. But the better part of my life has all been mattress and furniture. Uh, and the last 20, 25 years has been digital mattress furniture. And uh, so what? The, that's the reason for the niche is I get the dialogue. I get what it takes to sell somebody who is on the floor the rapport needed, all of that. And then that way, when I bring digital, the digital discussion and it allows me to be able to uh, know this industry because a lot of uh, big agencies out there, they don't understand that, that a mattress or a sofa is very different than a lot of typical products out there. It's not a gallon of milk. Uh, the time cycle, the whole thing is very different. So it's allowed me to be very successful uh, with my clients and helping them to grow even through the slow times. Yeah, it, it's interesting because you speak the language, right? I mean, yes. it, it, there's, there's a lot of little idiosyncrasies that are in our industry and there's language in that's in our industry. And, you, you know, you, you, you speak the language and that, that makes it much easier. And, and I'll tell you something. When you're working with a store owner and you have no concept of what it's like for them versus somebody like you, who you, you were them, you completely understand how it is to have 10 things to do at once and you've got two pairs of hands and the other people around you aren't listening to you anyway. And True. you feel like you have to do everything yourself, even though we both know that's a recipe for failure sooner or later. <laughs> it, but it's, it's this state of overwhelm that a lot of our store owners find themselves in. And I think in particular, they're finding themselves in it now because um, mm. they're jumping on. I, you know, I was... Uh, I, I was down at a dealer and he said, Pete, you got five minutes. And I said, okay, thanks, Tom. Why do I only have five minutes? I'm like, did I do something wrong? Am I in a penalty <laughs> box? You know, normally I have as much time as I, I need or want. And he said, I have to jump on the truck and do deliveries. The delivery guys did show up again. Sir. And he's Certainly. in his sixties and you know, he said, Pete, if you would have told me I'd be in my 60s jumping on a delivery truck, I would have told you there's no way. I said, hell, if you would have told me I'd be working in my 60s, I would tell you no way. So uh, I, I, I get it. And, you know, it, we, it almost feels like a roller coaster, Joe, what our poor dealers have been put through. First of all, you know, it's we're all thinking we're out of business. You know, government shut us down. You can't even have your doors open. Uh, and 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 then we have this great business, uh, more business than we knew what to do with. True. Um, and I think everybody has made a statement like this. If I could have delivered half of it, I'd be a a, a millionaire and retired right now. Mm. But we couldn't deliver all of it because it came so hard and so fast. And now we've got the opposite. Uh, you know, the door, people are not coming in the doors. It's very, very quiet at retail. At the beginning, we were saying, you know, it's just quiet at retail in terms of uh, what we've been used to the last two years. The last two years have been very, very good. And we were used to that. And now that it's more normal, but but now it's 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 not normal. It's it's below normal. And there's a bunch of things that are happening right now. Uh, our dealers, uh, they are stuffed to the gills. I mean, I am actually doing uh, psychotherapy with multiple dealers on how to tell manufacturers not to deliver them. And, and, and you know, and it boils down to this. And every manufacturer 
that's watching this, you can go ahead and hate me, but I love my dealers and I'm, I'm in business to protect my dealers and help my dealers. So this is what I told my dealers. You told me that I needed to program out my sales for every month all the way through the end of the year. And I did that. And now you're delivering me October and November's furniture deliveries. And I don't have room for them. And this is on you. It's not on me. I'll take my November and December delivery in November and December, but I'm not taking it now. And I've got dealers, Joe, I'm not making this up. And I have large dealers and small dealers both doing this. They are renting additional warehouse space to receive merchandise Mm. uh, because they're worried and and rightly so based on this roller coaster that we've been on, they're worried that, you know, what happens next year? Are we going to go back to not being able to get anything again? Sure. So agreed. Anything is possible. Of course. So when you look at the landscape, given everything that's going on and in, in your expertise, you know, if, if you were to give um, a smaller uh, one store, you know, shop some advice on how to, uh, how to be more effective in, in digital marketing, what would your advice be? Well, I would say that first of all, I think that you need to focus on what's truly needed and understand what that is. There's so many different uh, uh, positions that you may be in as a retailer that could be slowing your business. And to guess at that um, just doesn't make a lot of sense. And it it will end up costing you a lot of money. I recently watched uh, uh, a podcast off of Furniture Today where one of the brands spoke of that the, what you should do is invest in a website and then have your website click to hot places. And I hear agencies, you could go to an agency website and you'll see all these listings for all these great things that could be done for you. Not saying that they're not SEO and SEM and all of these things, but quite frankly, if your car isn't running right, uh, uh, you don't need to put in a brand new stereo, right? Right. You need to find out what's wrong with the car first and then probably do that before you start building uh, uh, and fixing up the rest of the car. So a lot of times what happens is, is the advice you get is about how to clean your seats, your leather seats, when in reality, there's something wrong with the carburetor. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that getting a uh, someone who is in the know who can have a real serious look at uh, what's going on. You may have a lot of traffic. However, you may not be able to engage with that traffic, which is very common. So how would you go about engaging with that traffic? And, and, that, and that all being said, I would like, if I could, to focus on some common things that you could have a look at yourself, which I know are problematic in our industry for dealers. And I would say that if you're, you know, uh, uh, doing at retail less than uh, 5 million, you're a suspect for what I'm about to talk about. Uh, so one of the things that I, I noticed is, is that there's not enough time spent on looking at the product pages on your website and analyzing them to how they compare to your competitor and whether or not there's enough meat on the bone, as I always say, to make it so that when the consumer leaves your site to go compare you that they're leaving thinking about that product like I may buy that. I may come to the store and get that. Or did they leave and they looked at it and said, this is the same mumbo jumbo that I may have seen somewhere else. Uh, And it's not giving me enough detail to actually have that, what Google calls zero moment of truth, where you pull the trigger and say, you know what I need to get? 
to this furniture mattress store and buy this. If you can't prove that uh, on your website, then you got a lot. You could have a lot of traffic. You're just unable to get people to come to your store. And so, how does that even happen, right? Like, how is it that you could be on a product page and uh, not have the ability to be able to get someone to want to dive in and make that purchase? And I will tell you that one of them is, is that don't rely on the manufacturers (laughs) to deliver you marketing materials. Now, there's a few great, like, you know, we were talking, uh, uh, James Short is is one of the guys is very different. So uh, uh, James Short will deliver exactly what you need uh, for your product page if you ask him for it. But let's talk the industry in general and talking about second tier brands. You're going to get some pretty poor images probably of the product. There's not going to be enough of them. The descriptions are maybe not even existent. You may get some features and benefits. There's no product reviews, right? There's no story. So you're going to take your product page and you're going to put that up against the mattress firm, Amazon, right? Other entities now. And then it will take this to the next, you know, position. And that's that some of these brands, you may be marketing their product, spending money when they don't, right? So there's something called uh, brand trust and brand authority. And if the brand doesn't have much authority, and they don't really do any marketing themselves. Now you're putting a product online as a feature. People all know what it is. You have no images. You don't have a product description. And you're the only one marketing it. You're throwing money at this thing saying, hey, you know, let's let's sell this product. But it'd be pretty easy for you to look at this for, we'll say a $4.99 queen, a $6.99 queen mattress, or a $9.99 sofa. Go to three or four websites and one of them being a prominent retailer and saying, if this was a game of war where you flip cards, would I win? (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's brutal, but good. Very, very good. I just want to unpack one thing really quick. We have a tendency, all of us, human beings in general, that when we compare our website to our competitor's website, we automatically uh, deduct points away from the competitor because they're our competitor. (laughs) That might be fine in your own little mind to do that, but it's dangerous. And it's horribly dangerous because your customer doesn't. That's right. I want you to understand that your customer doesn't. They don't care about you too. They don't know that your competitors or maybe they do, but they don't care. All they want is what they want, how they want. And one of the things, Joe, that you said, and you said it so effortlessly and almost with, 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 it was said so smoothly that I'm, I live in fear and this is why I'm bringing it out that it got by some of our people. Listen, a good image is better than a poor image, but what he said about product reviews is huge. That is a consumer review, a product review. Somebody like Mrs. Jones saying, this is good. That is one of the most important things you'll ever do in your marketing and getting behind reviews, getting reviews in the first place, but then using them. One of the most frustrating things that I run into is when stores get reviews and don't use them, like, why did you get them if you weren't going to use them? First of all, you need to use them because they don't trust you. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. And if I'm the guy breaking the news to you, don't, don't throw, you know, rotten apples at me. 
they don't trust you. They don't trust us as an industry, but they do trust their neighbor. They do trust the person they go to church with, that they go to school with. They trust the, the postman. They trust the person down the street that they know. And when they see that review and it's by somebody they know, that means everything to them. And so I cannot emphasize this enough. Get reviews and model them in all of your marketing because you're doing two things. Number one, you're developing that trust factor and you're separating yourself from your competitors. But more importantly, what you're doing is you're, you are modeling the behavior of a customer. And what you're saying is, we expect you, when you buy from us, to give us reviews. That's the message. And it has to be perpetual. You know, if, if, if you sit there and you go, well, my competitors got more reviews than me and that's not a big deal. Don't, don't do that. It is a big deal. It's it a really a big, big deal. Yeah. It's the biggest single deal. If you do not get reviews for your store and for your products that you carry sooner or later, evolution, Darwinism will take care of itself and you will be left in the dust. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being so brutal. But one more thing I want to just unpack here because I want to let you get back to what you were doing because this is just unbelievably great stuff. We have to, when it comes to our business, we have to start off with a blank piece of paper like this, blank. And you need to start writing things down. And what you can't allow to happen is you can't let emotions rule the day. Mm. You cannot say, I want a new stereo when you need a new carburetor. You cannot do that. You cannot say, well, you know, I'm getting 10,000 hits and I'm not converting any of them. So I need more traffic. No, you don't. You don't need more traffic. You know what you need? You need to convert what you've got already. That's what That's you right. need. So I'm going to let you go back to what you were doing. It's just so good. I just had, there's a couple little things in there that I thought were really important that I just wanted to unpack them a little bit, Joe. Well, great. You know, uh, I would say too that, you know, years ago, and Pete, you're one of these classic Renaissance reps where you're in it to help people to grow their business, right? Their brand. I think that I remember when I was a young guy and I would have a rep come in the store and they would, a few of them were just, uh, uh, Robert Klein from Liggett and Platt was one of the guys who was instrumental with me and he would never be negative with me and he would take me through how to grow my business at a micro level. And when he left, I learned a lot. And what I feel today is, is that the, the reps that are in the stores need to find a way to be able to talk the lingo of the internet and to go in in a training mode with all the knowledge they've built up and not walk in just saying, hey, business is like, you'll say, oh, business is down, uh, Mr. Rep. And the rep comes back and says, oh, yeah, it's bad everywhere. You know, there's no solution in that. Right. There's no helping. It make it may get a pass for you to say something like that. And oh, I guess everybody's down. What do we just do? We just sit on our hands then. You know, no, that's not what you do. What it is is you got to look for the solution. We got to take more business away from the mattress firm, or we got to take it from whoever, right? But the bodies are still coming in. And so again, finding that solution, maybe I don't have enough traffic. Maybe I do. So uh, 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 I'm looking at my product pages and I'm not satisfied when I compare it. it you don't look at it, by the way. I work with uh, many dealers who have million dollar stores uh, and we keep growing their business. We've done it before COVID. We do it after uh, uh don't get fixed on you need to have this whole marketing tech team and you need to be a genius on the internet in order to grow your business in a downtime. You just, that's not true. 
what it is, is that you need to slow down. And then this, there's no better time than in a slow time to take that piece of paper you were talking about, Pete, start writing some of this stuff down. Pretend that you're the consumer. Wipe out the fact of that you feel negatively about a few of these other dealers and just imagine yourself shopping. And you know what? Do a joke first. If you like to do shop for golf clubs or whatever it is you shop for, go through that once and see how you react to the reviews and the different things you popped on Amazon. You did this, you did that. Then apply it to your goods and see how you stack up. And when it's over, when you realize that you pulled out a four and you've seen a few queens in this war game as the cards flipped, that doesn't mean, oh, my God, I'm finished. What that means is, great, you have found something that you need to change. And if you repair that, you're going to bring more business through your door. And, and Pete, one other thing I think that's very, very important. You're the brand. Your store is the brand, not any of these other brands. So if you're making your story all about either a brand who nobody knows or even a brand that everybody knows and God only knows, like I'm not a proponent of either, you know, the real deal at the end of the day is I'm a proponent of the dealer's brand is number one. Everything else falls under that because that way, if something happens to that brand or they're advertising or not, or sending traffic, people are coming to see you not them, right? And they'll want to come see you if you tell the story about who you are, right? Because I'll tell you, uh, a dealer talking about their family, their values, uh, how they feel about a customer when they walk in the door is something that can't be told on Amazon, right? Uh, even a larger retailer, they tend to be so bland in their approach because they have to cater to a thousand stores. You have the ability to micromanage and to know the community and speak to them. Uh, uh, if it speak to the small towns around, bring that up in Facebook and make it people feel good that they live in the community where these big national brands can't do that. So you have the ability to tell the story if you take the time. And when you do and the product's right, you are in the game. And business grows because people at Park, they really do want to go to the smaller guy and support that business. We're just not giving them enough reasons to do it. Well, Joe, I don't know if you know Jeff Janakovo that owns Gardner's Mattress and more, who's just said amen on me being the brand. Uh, you know, I've watched uh, Jeff throughout the years. He's had all the brands, still has a brand or two, but he is the brand. Yes. The store is the brand. Uh, ben is their spokesman and uh, who's his co the co-owner uh, with Jeff. And they do a great job of uh, giving the customer reasons to come into their store, to shop their store that has nothing to do with some of some of the brands. It really has to do with the experience that they're creating, that they're going to give uh, to the customer. And not only that, they shape the experience. Uh, they're sending out books. They're sending out information. Uh, they're actually shaping the conversation in the customer's mind before they're fully in the market, which is, you know, a whole nother level of marketing that, you know, uh, we hope we get all of our clients to, right, Joe? No doubt. Yeah. So I have, I can't believe this is going by so fast. We we could have we could have done this for two or three hours, dude, and not run out of material. But this is halftime, and I was had a chapter I was going to read, and I lost it. So just bear with me, because it was actually pretty. You can speak to this. It's called. It's page eighty-seven, guys. Alert! 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 Page 126. It's just a minute or two. Google Alerts, that is. How would you like to have a team that worked for you around the clock that delivered intellig an intelligence re report to your inbox? You can, and it's free. You can set up Google Alerts for you, your friends, your store, your competitors, both mm -hmm. retail and wholesale. Keep an eye on 
the guys that are supposed to be feeding you, your suppliers and your industry. You can choose to have alerts emailed when they happen daily or weekly. I recommend daily. If you want to know right away, simply choose as it happens. If you don't want too many emails, you may choose once a week. Knowledge is power. The more you know about your competitors, the better for you. It's important to know what is being said about you and your store. You need to see what is being said so you can be prepared. If you don't use Google Alerts, you are cheating yourself. Set it up today. What say you, Joe? You know 10 times more about Google than I'll ever know in my life. (laughs) I look at Google, when I look at this whole, uh, I'm going to compare this to the solar system. (laughs) And and let's, let's look at, let's pretend that the planet Earth is your website. That's where you live, right? Google is the sun. It powers your website if used effectively. Um, most retailers who have someone who understands Google, either that they do or they have somebody who handles that for them, they're getting a lot of warmth from the sun. They're getting the visitors that come from that way. And that's one of the things that is very important. And I got to tell you that many of the clients that I work with right now, we're not seeing the growth from the sun slowing down. In other words, is is that these same people who were excited about buying furniture prior, many of which are still there. The difference is, for whatever reason, they may not be coming to the store in the same volume, but they're still there. Yeah. So... Uh, I'm not seeing major traffic decreases going on um, with my dealers. Now, I understand with some dealers that may be going on depending upon your market. But speaking generally across all of mine, we're we're still pretty constant. Uh, business can be down, but it's not down to the level that some are speaking to. And uh, uh, why is that? If you've got somebody who's good with data and and you know that there's a trend change, you're predictively looking at this, somebody who you're talking to, and they're saying, you know what? We need to be more competitive. We need to do this because we're going to have less bodies. And that relationship that you share with somebody like myself is necessary to navigate these times. So I strongly mm. encourage. Uh, uh, your folks out there to have, uh, I have one of my uh, clients say to me, you know, Joe, why I do business with you is that I could call you on a Saturday night at seven o'clock and you're going to pick up your phone uh, and listen to what I have to say. And you, you need to find people like that, that person who will be there for you because the digital door is the first door the customer opens. And if yours is locked, right? Or it's hard to get in. You need somebody who can help you to open that. So it ain't all on you. It doesn't have to be. You just, somebody will say, get the best website so little Google will fit in and give it the warmth. I will tell you, look for the right relationship of somebody who you could trust shop if you're not getting uh, the results you're looking for and uh, have them explain things to you because you should know don't that's the other one they always says don't take a back seat learn what the lingo is right like for instance what is seo what is sem that's simple but if you've got a guy who's willing to explain to you why traffic spikes why traffic goes from social media to your website and back to social media and what happens with that behavior of the consumer why not listen? Because you may be able to share something with that person that helps you too to be able to meet this challenge head on. And uh, so, that, so that being said, Google is the sun, you're the earth. Now, there's all these other things going on. You know what Facebook is to me in our industry? It's like the moon. It's really close. It has a lot of effect over what goes on on earth, right? So... It's one of the more important little uh, entities that's very close to us, right? Neglect of any of the planets in the solar system can make it so that things aren't working right on planet Earth. 
So you need somebody who has general knowledge of all these different things so that you could diagnose like, you know, maybe I'm not putting enough effort into Facebook as part of the problem. Maybe I'm not getting into the social media sides a little broke. And and those type of diagnostics, you find your way to the end. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm excited for your folks who are listening to this because don't look at things negatively in this world. I have I have heard people tell me, and I've passed on clients who said, it's all going to Amazon. You know what? It's all going over here or yada-da-da-da. And it's like, hey, look, that's not a good place for me to be at to try and help you to grow your business, right? So you got to get out there. You got to get active. And let me tell you, there's many small businesses who will navigate these coming times very well. And, and you can be one of them. Uh, so Pete, do you want me to talk about any of the other planets or how, what would you like to see me, uh, talk about next? I'm like a kid in a candy shop right now. This is so refreshing because, uh, you know, when you talked about seven o'clock on Saturday, I was on the phone with one of my dealers at seven o'clock and then at eight o'clock with another one. And, 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 you know, you know, when you love what you do, that's what you do. And when you love the people that you're doing business with, that's what you do. You do pick up the phone at on nights and you do pick up the phone on weekends and you do the extra things. Um, I loved what you said about our attitudes. We always, if, if, if you come at a problem with anything other than something, there's something that I can do better. Let me discover what that is that I need to do better. Help me to find that. And I'm going to focus in on that and I'm going to make my store better. That is the only attitude that's going to win sooner or later. And anything else, uh, are you just lucky? Did you just luck out and you just happen to have a store? My bet is this. I've heard thousands and thousands and thousands of origination stories with stores. Almost always, people made sacrifices. Almost always, people came to a place where they thought they were either going crazy or they were out of their minds because I'm working too hard for too little. And then it broke. And then it went your way. And now you're enjoying some success. The only way to get more success is to go back to that place and pour yourself back into your company and be open and be honest and be coachable. That is my number one thing. When I look at the very, very best, my top 100s, they're coming to me and they're asking me, Pete, what else could I be doing? My Some of my little guys that refuse to grow, you know why they refuse to grow and why they're little? Because they're close-minded. Mm. They don't want to know. And even if I bring them a great idea, they don't want to hear it. And guess what? After a while, you stop giving them ideas. And that's not mm. really a good place for either of us to be. So when Joe says that we need to be positive and to navigate this new world, we do. We absolutely do. And part of that, and I know people go crazy. Listen, the first time I heard this, I'm going to tell you who I heard it from. A guy named Jeffrey Gittimer. He calls himself the king of sales. And a lot of people do think he's the king of sales. Jeffrey Gittimer said, turn off the news. I'm going to say, turn off the news. And if you can't completely turn it off, just limit your exposure. You are responsible for your mental attitude and what goes into your mind comes back out and you have to make sure that it's positive, even in, even in difficult times. And I'm not saying being an ostrich, duck your, your head under the sand, but all of this noise that is going on does not change the fact that we might have a challenge with our messaging. We may not be connecting the dots. Hey, guys, 
if you want to know how to get more of your ideal customers in, interview 10 of your top 10 customers and tell them, please come in here. I want to talk to you face-to-face or I want to talk to you on the phone and I'll give you a gift card just as a thank you. But you're my ideal customer and I just need to ask you a few questions. You know, And essentially, sooner or later, why did you buy from me? So true. Hundreds of stores out there to buy. Why did you buy from me? And if nine out of 10 see it say the same thing, that's what you need to be advertising. That right there. And it's different than advertising a brand or a this or a that or how many months can I finance it for or whatever other stupid special stupidity we get involved with or the discount of the day, which leads to nowhere sooner or later, eventually. Anyway, I see that you're percolating. So I'm going to just let you go, man. Uh, you can talk about anything you want to talk about, brother. This is so good. It, it, it really is. I, I think our attitude is a huge thing and we always have to be vigilant. We have to be vigilant about what goes in and what we let come back out. Um, we really, we really need to be vigilant and you need to be absorbing new ideas constantly. Agreed. You, you know, one thing I think that I'll bring up, there's many dealers today that are on platforms where there's piped in feed. So, um, there's a slew of these that are out there. It's very common to be in, on platforms. Uh, some of them are good. I'm not saying that they're bad. FurnitureDealer.net, RWS, there's a whole bunch of them. But I was talking about products earlier. And what happens is in these platforms, the feed is piped in from Ashley at different places. It's duplicate content. So Google goes in, they sift through your site looking for products, and they realize that hundreds of dealers have the exact same pictures, have the exact same uh, content written. Descriptions. And descriptions, right? And the real question at the end of the day, how is that working for you? How are you going to differentiate yourself in a world where all of what is, you've put all the onus on an RWS uh, to make your products look really good. And again, there's a solution to that. Part of it is, is that you do have the ability to use extended tools inside these platforms to, to change products and add little banners and things to them, such as on sale and stock, uh, uh, and many others, right? So you, you dig in, either you hire somebody to help you to do that. You have RWS show you how to do it and you do it. But if, uh, just having a product sit there with no explanation as to for instance, when it's going to be delivered. So uh, let me tell you of, of anything I'd like to share with your audience. I'm, we're getting toward the end of this show, I think. Uh, how much time do we have left, Pete? We have as much time as you want. We normally go for an hour, but I'm not stopping. I'm, okay, great, great. So, uh, Chris, Chris might stop us, but I'm not stopping. <laughs> so here's the thing. When is the last time that you bought a product and had no idea when it was going to be delivered. So it's a real funny thing is, is that the things that we expect uh, as we go shop, for whatever reason, we don't want to talk about on our own websites. I I need to know. I, I listen, even if it's a special order sofa, I'm not just going to go order that and say, well, you know what? If I get it in three years, I'm good with that, right? So the real deal is if you don't talk about delivery, I'll tell you what, you are missing. And uh, 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 you that is one thing right there that you could diagnose yourself. I've got a problem, right? And by the way, if you ever wonder, I've never sold anything online, even to my local community, yet I have a cart. Why could that be? Well, when are they going to get these this merchandise? You don't need to go through RWS on every single uh, or any of these platforms and have every single item explained when they're going to get it delivered. But you do need to explain the most popular items. 
you have the ability to put in the different categories like living room, which living room sets are going to show up at the top of the page. They give you that ability. Those items that you're going to have show up at the top of the page, they need to talk about when that's, is it in stock and when is it going to come? Even if that says two to three weeks, you can go on Amazon, you'll find plenty of items that they're telling you you need to wait for it. And geez, this is a living room set, but just not even bringing it up or the cost of the delivery. So in other words is, is that you've got to turn on the lights in the bowling alley here, folks. You can't expect your customers to want to come in a dark bowling alley and think they're going to bowl a strike. It's not going to happen. So what they're going to do is they're going to walk in and they're going to say the power's out. I can't do business with you because you're not giving me enough detail. Then if you have things like chat or podium, ways to communicate with your consumer right when they hit the page, some of those real little questions that could get them to want to come to your store, like they're looking at a sofa and it's red and you did put that it's in stock, but they need a brown one. So they may chat with you and say, you know, is this sofa available in brown? And maybe it is. Or maybe you'll show them a different sofa. But without that ability for that objection to be overcome, the way that the consumer deals with it is they just leave your whole store. They, it was different back in the day when a consumer, we used to all believe back in the day, all you need to do is get them in the door of the store. Because if they come through the door of the store, you're going to make a sale, right? So just be the first one. Be the first store. Here's the problem with that today. The first door is the digital door. And you ain't going to stop them when they want to go. Mm. If they can't figure out when to get something delivered, if they can't figure out if the product is legitimate, there's no, there's no brand trust in that item. You haven't explained who you are as a retailer to, to that consumer, all those things are adding up and they're gone and they ain't coming back. So how do you know if people are coming back? Returning visitors, returning visitors in your analytics, have your web guy talk, show you your returning visitors. By the way, how many times does a consumer come to your website, look around and if they see what they like, come back and see it again and again before they actually buy most this isn't we don't sell gallons of milk we sell something that takes a little bit of time to navigate the beginning of the consumer's journey they just put in the word mattress just to see what would happen on google by the time they finish the journey they put in something like the name of the brand the firmness they call it long tail. There's a whole bunch of words being used. They search for that means they're getting close to buying. Mattress store near me, furniture store me starts to appear. They're doing their final looks before they make a choice. And all this way, if your website's meaningful, there's returning visitors happening. They left, they like what they see, but they ain't ready yet. So they come back. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Pete. Joe, do you feel that most retailers miss um, long tail keywords? Certainly. Right. That's the kind of thing that you want to have a good relationship with somebody about is those long, uh, long tail keywords, right? So yeah. the three phases of buying are you're just, you're in the very beginning and you want to, you don't want to be made a fool of. You're just getting, trying to get information so that if you're going to walk through the door somewhere, you don't look like a dummy. So you type in just furniture and see what happens, who shows up. The next stage is furniture, uh, sofa, and then maybe a brand name. They're getting closer. And then the long tails get way, can be way more sophisticated. And, the, and now people are, are speaking their searches, which makes these uh, long tails even get longer and longer. So... A good uh, uh, marketer will be able to program your AdWords to be able to understand how to pick up all those phrases uh, that people are going to put in. And uh, so that being said is, is that uh, uh, 
But I go back to returning visitors. And the reason why is this. Somebody, to even put in that long tail search word and then find you again, because you're top of mind, you stayed on that site, you stayed on the top of Google, and they came back that last time. That's the key part, that you stay in the game through the customer's journey. That they didn't like come in the door the first time and the lights were out and they just left and they never came back. So if you spend some time looking at your returning visitor counts, you're able to see, well, wow, I've got a good percentage of these people coming back. Another thing to that point, Pete, is, is that returning visitors are very similar to the people who are, that you're building your, your list of, of new people. Like Podium, for instance, is a platform that you can SMS text a consumer via chat window that appears on your site. Once they opt in and give you their uh, uh, phone number, you're able to continually talk to these people even after that. They may have that little question about, like, does it come in brown? Well, now you know who they are, and you could go back and you could ask them a question. Hey, uh, just so you know, we're ha- uh, I, we haven't seen you yet. And we're having a sales start next week. And I wanted you to be aware of that, where we're going to get free delivery, this or that. That returning visitor, you're, you're almost working to create returning visitors through your actions, right? Uh, so that being said is, is that uh, it's, it's good to, to be able to glance at data like that, by the way, on a monthly level. How many people am I marketing to returning and, and, and making an announcement to about the fact that we spoke once before? How does that, what does that look like monthly? What mm. different vehicles or products am I using like Podium or chat where I could see that data? Uh, I, one of the things that I, that our small agency does is, is that we send a master report out every month that shows Every single one of the planets in the solar system of the web, like the Earth is the website, Facebook's the moon, Google's the sun, uh, returning visitors, all of that into a package, and we ship it up every month to the client, and then we talk about the whole thing. It's an interactive report, and you can see all these different places. And together, we learn where we need to work on things, and that's the kind of relationship that I think you should have with somebody uh, uh, that can explain these things to you where you can work together to solve the problems of things like returning visitors and, and being at the top. Oh, but one last thing, even on that, to, as you're probing you're, and you're thinking about how, how well do I really do on Google? You know what? Don't just put in your store name in Google and you see your number one and you say, wow, look, we're doing great. Here's the real deal is, is that you need to consider all those other small towns that are near you and put in things like furniture store and put a small town that's close to you and see if you show up, right? I will tell you that uh, in the town you're in is easy. Uh, So uh, uh, it's all of the rest of the little towns around you that you may not be appearing and you're wondering why I'm doing so great here, but what about those people 15 or 20 miles from me? I don't seem to see them. You could figure that out yourself just by doing some Google searches using that little town and then adding keywords after it like mattress, furniture, sofa, lift chair. So lift chair something Illinois, right? In whatever town Illinois. Put that in and see if you're showing up. And if you're not, you put that on the list of things that are really important for you to be able to fix. Very fixable, right? This isn't rocket scientist to be able to show up toward the top of the page in those small towns all around you. You've given us so many unbelievably great tips. I just want to unpack this one. A lot of the the guys and the gals that own stores that are watching this right now uh, do use Podium and they do use the the uh, SMS uh, text. But I'm wondering what percentage uh, of them follow up with additional dialogue after the initial 
um, text. That that is a brilliant technique. The door uh, has been opened. The permission has been granted, and it's almost like we're leaving a date puckered up on the doorstep, and we're walking away when she wants a kiss, and we just walk away. <laughs> and, but there's there's more to be done, and there's more to be had, and we just stop. And it's like, these are things that only somebody like you that, that works with a lot of stores could actually see these kind of patterns develop. And, um, it's almost like we, 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 we impose a, a stop sign when we should be turning on the green light and saying, okay, we've got permission to dialogue. Let's dialogue. Let, let's right, talk about right. this. Yes, you know? yes. Um, Wow. So, so much great stuff. Joe, this has been an absolute delight. So, so just so you know, every time I start one of these, I start off with, with a blank piece of paper and I never get past this. This one, I went all the way around the corner and filled half of this up. I mean, oh, there, there are so many great takeaways here. I, I don't want to hop off just yet, but just in case somebody's leaving us because they're used to leaving us at the end of the hour, how do people get a hold of you? If they like well, what they've heard, they have a question, um, they they think that you might be able to help them. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, the LinkedIn okay. would be one way. Another would be to call me. Uh, okay. If you think that, uh, I mean, I'll, here's who my small agency is looking for. Uh, we like to help small furniture and mattress businesses to grow that are forward thinking and are going to put some passion in it themselves. So uh, uh, I'm not the guy to call if you're looking for me to just do it all, right? Because uh, uh, there's plenty of things that you need to do. Uh, for instance, you need to speak on your Facebook. I'll show you how to do it, right? We'll talk about it. I'll support what you're doing. Uh, but you need to be able to find the time to put the digital door in its right priority. And if you're willing to do that, uh, uh, um, and we have an opening to take on a new client, um, I'd love to talk to you. Uh, so uh, a phone call? Uh, or uh, or reach out to me via LinkedIn. And uh, you may just have a question that you want answered. And, and quite frankly, uh, I'm not opposed to that. Like, even if you're looking to find somebody local to you to help you or whatever it may be, or something's just not adding up, uh, I wanted to be on the show to share a lot of things with people. It's not all about making money. It's about helping people. So feel free to give me a call. So what's the phone number, Joe? Uh, 708-738-0701. You don't get that every day, folks. A digital marketing expert giving away his phone number. 708-738-0701. So, hey, and one, one other thing I wanted to share with everybody is... sure. There's nothing that happens in a, in a day. The only thing that happens in a day is the fact that you are working toward a solution. You may not have an immediately. Uh, immediately, I I had a uh, regional uh, uh, director once say something about how to approach many things, and it's crawl, walk, run. So when you first reach out to somebody and you start moving forward. Don't expect the next day you're going to see 30 people. You run that Google ad. Where are all the people? You know what? It takes a while to get to be top of mind. Months may be required. But if you found the right person and you have a good relationship, it will turn to your benefit. You may have to go through that crawl phase. Go through the motion with that. You will get to walk. It will happen to sit in 60 or 90 days. And, and then hopefully that 20% downturn the industry is bringing you, you'll be able to bring back somewhere in that walk phase 
and you'll feel good about what you've done. You'll feel like you have control again over what's going on in your business. Joe, you said something that was really, really important. Um, and it was, it, it was about essentially putting the effort in to customize some of these tools so that your content is better and more relevant and more unique. Um, and, you know, it reminded me of um, Dan Kennedy. And I've studied a lot of Dan Kennedy. I have a sneaking suspicion you might have directly or indirectly as well. But he says, you know, you don't want marketing that is cookie cutter and that is easy because cookie cutter and easy is easily duplicatable. Correct. That's not what you want. No. You want complicated, customized marketing systems that work for your store and that work for your uniqueness that you bring and, and it works for your customer base. And it consistently brings you the results that you need and the results that you want. Um, and there is no super easy way. Now, it's easier to listen to experts like Joe. I mean, everything that I've learned here is it, it, it's amazing. Some of it I'm relearning. And I remember the first time I heard it and I, it didn't really resonate. Now it's resonating like big time. And we always need to be in the process of, of improving. And part of improving is enlisting expert advice. So most of you that own stores were really good salespeople. You were great salespeople. And you saved up your money. And now you went out on your own and you're doing your own thing. Most of the time, Really great salespeople are not naturally really great marketers. There are some com- commonalities, but there's an entire education that has to happen. And one of the things that I love that Joe encouraged you guys to do today is to really take the bull by the horns and to learn the language and to learn um, because even when you're hiring it all out, even as you become bigger, and let's let's just make this really big. Let's say you've got a $10 million a year business and you're hiring all kinds of consultants. You need to be able to look at the work they're doing and seeing if it measures up. And you need to know what that looks like. And if you don't know what that looks like, you have no idea whether you're being taken advantage of or if you're being well-served by the consultants you're actually paying money for. So, So I would always encourage you to... Do everything you can to become the marketer of your business and enlist all the specialties uh, that you need to. And your front door is not your front door anymore. Your front door is your digital front door. And you know, our friend Jeff Janakovo, who was just on here, and by the way, it's 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 fascinating to me that the one guy that does not li- need to listen to the show is listening to the show. <laughs> It's always the way it works, Joe, right? The the guy or the gal that they're so smart and so good, but they're so hungry. They don't want to miss anything, right? And I I think that's what I would encourage you to do. So we are going to have Joe back on because we are just scratching the surface. I want to know what's going on with uh, Juniper and Mars and all the rest of these planets. And I'm sure you do too. Joe, any last words before we say goodbye? No, just be encouraged. You know what? Again, there's a lot of uh, a doubt and, and whatnot. Uh, the one good news part of this is, is I've been on so many websites out there. There's so much that you can do to change things right now. So if you look at, listen to some of the things I said, and you're looking at your site and you're like, Wow, you know, some of these things I think I could do better in. It'll translate into more money. If you focus on that during a downtime when you got a little time, watch how it works for you. I've never seen it go the other way for someone's like who's like Jeff. Uh, uh, get enthusiastic. Put yourself behind this. It could be fun. 
embrace it because it is, if you're not going to embrace it, you probably want to get out of the whole thing, right? <laughs> it's what it is. Welcome. Jump yep. in and get happy about it. Absolutely. Joe, thanks a million. I'm so glad. <laughs> Jeff, I know, brother, I know. I'm here always Hi, learning. And, 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 you know, Jeff, that's what we have in common. You know, I wonder how we became good friends so fast. It's the the one thing where we're, we're both hungry lions. We want to learn. We want to learn. And, and I think everybody who's excellent at what they do, they have a hunger and they have a curiosity and they want to learn more and they always want to be improving it. Joe, thank you for bringing that to the show today. You're Spain. very welcome. It's such a pleasure. No, the pleasure was mine. Thank you, Joe. And guys, you. hook up with Joe. There's his LinkedIn and his phone number is 708-738-0701. Call Joe, a mattress store's best friend. Thank, thank you. you, Pete. Thank you, Joe.